Welcome to Bitcoins and Gravy, episode number 83. At the time of this recording, Bitcoins are trading at $650 each, and the altcoin trading is fierce all around the world with more people logging in daily to get a piece of this highly volatile action. To find out more about the action, a good place to start is CryptoCompare.com. There you'll find great information about the most heavily traded cryptocurrencies, plus additional information about them to help you decide if the tech is really there and if they're worth investing in. That's CryptoCompare.com. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's gravy. Welcome to Bitcoins and Gravy and thanks for joining me today as I podcast from Nashville, Tennessee, the Bitcoin capital of the South. I'm your host, John Barrett, here each week with my trusty dog, Maxwell, right by my side. Say hello, Maxwell. <laughs> We're two Bitcoin enthusiasts who love talking with people about Bitcoin and sharing what we learn with you, the listener. Longtime listeners, thank you once again for tuning in. And new listeners, welcome to the show. On today's show, I have a special guest visiting me here at the Treehouse Studio, and that is none other than John Ferguson. John is on his way to Porkfest. That's right, the Porcupine Freedom Fest in Lancaster, New Hampshire, and John was kind enough to make a pit stop here in Nashville to visit me and Max and to talk to us about something we all possess that's very important, choice. Listeners, today on the show, I am thrilled to have with me here in Nashville, Tennessee, a gentleman you're all familiar with from the Let's Talk Bitcoin Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm, warm welcome to John Ferguson. John, welcome to the show. Hello, John. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you here. John is on his way to Porkfest and decided to stop off here in Nashville, Tennessee to visit Myself and Maxwell, and isn't it true, John? When you arrived here, you were a little bit—you <laughs> were a little surprised to learn something. What was that? Well, I wasn't exactly surprised, but I was delighted. But I was about fifty percent unsure whether Maxwell was a real dog or something that you just made up, because I wouldn't put it past you. Maxwell is a wonderful, real Siberian Husky, and he does talk like that. He—the first thing. When I arrived, he said, whoa, 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 <laughs> just like you guys here. Uh, so I can I can give my personal attestation as as prone as John is to pull people's legs. That's right. <laughs> Maxwell's not an invention. He is a cool dog. That's right. And we also have with us here on the show today, Giannis Ferovakis, <laughs> all, all, all the way from Greece. Giannis, welcome to the show. 
Yeah. Well, thank you very much, John. It's very good to be here on the show. Uh, <laughs> anyway, John and I are, are drinking a few. Now, we just started, so a few Angry Orchard crisp apple hard ciders. So It's nice. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pork fest, man. Gosh yeah. darn it, John. I wish I was going with you, man. No, I'm sure I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> Uh, I had so many other things going on, I just kind of dropped it. You know, I'm going to go do it. Yeah. And also, I have some things to share, which should be fun. Oh, yeah. You have some things that, uh, some things I can't talk about, right? Here yeah, I'm not quite ready yet. Not quite ready yet? Okay, some good stuff, though. John shared it with me, and um, I saw his business cards, and they're fantastic. And uh, he's got a great mind for coming up with unique ideas that can help stimulate thought in people and help people think outside of the box and outside of the paradigm that we're all, I guess, guilty of being stuck in at, you know, different stages in our lives, different chapters of our lives. But John has a good mind for helping people get unstuck. I don't know whether I help other people or not. It's not actually anything new for me, and it's not necessarily new in the world, but it's been something that struck me about five or six years ago that's been rolling forward, and it reflected in... Uh, and why I was so excited about the Safe Network, which, yeah, which yeah. I mean, if if you go listen to the podcasts and read the articles I've written, you'll you can see the common theme, mm-hmm. which is uh, really, and it has to do with what I'm going to be talking about uh, in the future more. One of the reasons I'm going to Porkfest because at least uh, Francis Brunel is likely to be there. Uh, who I I actually want to shake his hand because he's become a very good friend over the last few years. He's helped me out a lot. Tell our listeners who Francis Brunel Francis is. Francis Brunel is a member of the Safe Network uh, community. He's a he's an administrator and a moderator on the forum, and he he runs uh, the various sites safenetwork.org, uh, uh, which is a clearinghouse for all things safe. He's he's active in all kind of directions, both in the safe space and and others as well in the Ethereum space and uh he was at that conference in san francisco a few days ago okay the decentralized internet conference with uh-huh. uh, with all the different i wanted to be there too but i would love to have been to that yeah that would have been great tim berners lee you know the father of the internet and plenty of others yeah i would love to have been to that so tell our listeners what the safe network is people who have not heard john's show you should definitely tune in so tell us a little bit about the SAFE Network. Basically, SAFE stands for Secure Access for Everyone with Privacy, Security, and Freedom, built in from the ground up. That's what I always start out with because it, it says it pretty well. Um, crowdsourced Internet, except it's in a completely decentralized, autonomous situation mm-hmm. uh, that rewards people for contributing to it. In other words, it's built on the hardware, the bone, and the blood that's provided by the users and by anybody who wants to actually contribute to the Internet. Now, it's been a long time in development, over 10 years. Two years since I really started getting interested, and over a year since I've been podcasting about it. And we, of course, all the time going, oh, any time now. Right. You know, um, it's a very intricate technology. And we look at what happened with the DAO. It's, this is not something to rush. Right. It's something to move forward with, to expand. Because short of getting into the principles, which if you really want to get closer to the metal on it, I did do a series of podcasts called The Safe Network School. Mm-hmm. It's on the uh, Safe Crossroads feed on SoundCloud. 
and on the LTB network. But mm -hmm. that gets down where I go through the system documents, basically, and break it down as best I can. Because yeah. I had to break it down to make, oh, what am I looking at here? Yeah. Basically, it is an internet that's crowdsourced. People download the software and run the software on their home computers. Uh, eventually, maybe even cell phones or more, bigger computers, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. uh, you store, store the data to the network, pass the messages of the network. Uh, what you store on your computer is completely undecipherable. Mm -hmm. The only people who will have any idea of what it is or where it is, or they won't even ever know where it is, but mm -hmm. their data will be safe on computers all over the world mm -hmm. and uh, completely indecipherable except by the, the owners, the people who put it there. Mm -hmm. And public data can, you know, will also be shared in the same way. It's anonymous and uh, private. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a relationship with some Google or an Internet service provider or anybody to have a relationship with the network. Mm -hmm. You can connect. You can create a relationship with the network. Nobody else has to know your passwords don't ever go out nice. off of your computer. To what extent is it autonomous? Well, you know, it's, it's autonomous in that it... It manages everything itself. It's, a, it's intelligent, but not in an artificial intelligence sort of way. David Irvine used the analogy to ants. Ants know what to do based upon what they're presented with. Right. And the emergent intelligence of an ant colony is really amazing. Mm -hmm. And the, the network is structured that way, where it, does, it just does the simple things as presented. Yeah. And what emerges is the ability to communicate privately, securely, to store your data forever, and if you, uh, if you want to contribute uh, resources to the network by running the software on your computer and providing bandwidth, you get paid in SafeCoin. Mm -hmm. SafeCoin is remarkable. It's uh, no transaction fees, you know, so it's free to transact. It is uh, earned by running the software. Uh, it will be programmable, multi-sig, all sorts of things like that. And also on the network, it's easy to have other tokens uh, Hang on just a second, John. Let me get the door. Hello? Oh, hey, Jimmy. Come on in. Uh, John, if you don't mind, Jimmy has a question about the safe network. Yes, Mr. Ferguson. But what if somebody does something that's bad? Doesn't the government have the right to snoop and look and see what they're doing so they can stop it in, in terms of needing to prosecute? Isn't that important for us? <laughs> anyway uh, so yeah do you want me to answer jimmy yeah yeah answer jimmy man well i don't you know that's i hate a, that guy i wish he wouldn't well, come around a silly, it's a, well he's a, it's a silly know, he's an idiot ask, i hate him people well, hey you know people have that question uh, but they have that question about the internet and everything else you know what i think it's time to in order to be responsible for your own data to have things secure to yourself. In other words, you, you don't really have anything to hide, but you don't want people seeing what your laundry looks like before you watch it. Yeah. So privacy is, is actually critical. If you don't have privacy, then you're constrained. It's hard these days to go anywhere or do anything without you know, leaving a trail of data that gets hooked together. And pretty soon, anybody who has access to that data knows more about you than sometimes yeah. you do yourself they'll yeah. say oh they can make predictions about you yeah this is a situation that really needs to change yeah also um, privacy of interactions of transaction of, of exchanging value mm -hmm. that's extremely important yeah um, by being responsible ourselves we can also exert responsibility for our immediate environment and those connections and communications Mm -hmm. that we have yeah. and I think we're slowly being backed into a corner where 
it's less and less desirable or uh, apparently desirable to be responsible for ourselves and each other. Yeah, you know, and then there's the question as far as exchange of value when you talk about taxation. It's the sense of uh, the first step in wisdom is to call things by their correct names. And taxation actually is taking something from people against their will. Otherwise, it's not taxation. Yeah. Yeah, we can say, oh, I'm really proud to pay taxes because look at all the things that it provides, like schools and roads and uh, warships and missiles and uh, <laughs> drone strikes and right. uh-oh. Right. Then you start going, all right, well, if I'm paying for those things against my will and they're being things some of those things are great i'm all for them but maybe i'd like to do them differently sure charity maybe i would like to give charity to where i could actually see the benefit of it rather than see most of it go to bureaucrats sure can or, i not delegate where that money goes exactly uh and also there's those things which i find completely morally reprehensible that i would never dream of doing but uh i'm being forced to all right I'm not, I don't know what people should do about that other than to first recognize that that's what it is and then have the freedom to, you know, to handle your affairs in a way that's appropriate. Now, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't look at SafeCoin as the complete solution to that. It's just it. That's actually the lubrication of the network that keeps it going. You know, yeah. give you you use it to buy data and services on the network and other things, but I'm sure it'll have a value elsewhere. The main yeah. thing is that it's putting our communications back into the hands of the people who own them. Yeah. Being able to own your own communications, mm -hmm. to interface with others based upon owning your communications. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just so much. It's a complete redesign. It's into public test networks now, mm -hmm. and uh, it's iterating along, improving, uh, in the, really in live testing with, with yeah. real people who yeah. make real mistakes behind real equipment differentials and so it's a heck of a problem but it's coming closer and closer and i hesitate to make any predictions but anytime in the next few years but i think it'll be much sooner than that this episode of bitcoins and gravy is brought to you by our good friends at moonshinebootwax.com made by hand in small batches right here in east nashville tennessee moonshine cowboy boot wax is the original all-natural non-toxic boot wax with a scent of orange moonshine cowboy boot wax is a proprietary blend of american beeswax and other fine all-natural ingredients it's specially formulated to feed and protect your leather while also offering an excellent long-lasting shine whether it's your cowboy boots, your expensive wing tips, or your wife's favorite pumps, Moonshine Boot Wax is a must-have for gentlemen who care about their appearance. Moonshine Boot Wax is proud to partner with Community Food Advocates, a nonprofit organization working to end hunger by creating a healthy, just, and sustainable food system. Together with Community Food Advocates, Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax is making a positive difference in the Nashville community, one shine at a time. You can buy your very own four ounce tin today by going to moonshinebootwax.com. And best of all, you can pay using Bitcoin. It's exciting stuff. And you know, I think there are times when I think of the safe network as just something where people are sending messages and emails back and forth anonymously. But this thing from the way that you describe it and from what I've read, this thing can scale pretty well in terms of news, in terms of internet, you know, in terms of being a actual force in the world oh absolutely well there's it actually is capable of 
accomplishing pretty much anything the current internet accomplishes mm -hmm. and, and other things that are just starting to be thought about and many other things that haven't been. I won't go into the details. Y'all check out that. Yeah, they can check out again. You mentioned the tutorial that you'd put together. Yeah, the Safe Network School. If you go to safecrossroads.net, that's my site, mm -hmm. and uh, check through there. There's some articles. There's uh, podcasts of various kinds, but one series of them is, I think there are 10 podcasts uh, where I actually go through and I break down the key components of the Safe Network uh, to give an understanding. I don't get it all perfect, and some things have shifted, but the principles behind it, are all right there but hopefully it'll stand as uh, as something that'll be useful for a while that's great man and then that got me into technology and yeah. choice the technology uh -huh. and choice podcast is mm -hmm. uh, having a lot of fun with that mm -hmm. and again it's all along the same line um, you have a podcast partner with that yes robert Wurstel, my old my farmer philosopher internet guru type of guy friend mm -hmm. who i've known from way back mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we help each other out. We've, we've been examining a lot of these subjects for a good while and have a good basis of communication due to past experience. And, mm -hmm. uh, and he, uh, you know, we have very different lives. He's out there in northern Missouri uh, raising grass-fed beef mm. and uh, making money on the internet selling uh, books that he's you know repackaged in the public domain mm. and uh, he's done a lot of work in the, in the field of self-help and so forth. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really are focusing on, yeah, I mean, of course, it's technology and choice because it's a great pair. It gives us a lot of things to look at. Yeah. But we keep, you know, it keeps boiling down to choice. And I will share a little of the thoughts of why that, that fits so perfectly nice. with the simpleton. Because yes. I've discovered that looking for the most basic datum, the most basic truth that you can use, once you understand that, you can compare it to the most things and learn by comparison. And I've found a few things along the line that have been very helpful there. But when I really started looking at choice as, well, what is that? I will share my Lego analogy. Okay. Anybody who's seen the Lego movie, have you seen it, John? I have not seen okay. it. Okay. Well, the Lego movie is, it's all Legos. It's, it's a whole story. It's very, very cool, very exciting, very interesting. Uh, empathetic, you can get into the characters, and some of it's gags on Legos and so forth. But, you know, you really follow and you get in, and there's some good moral lessons and emotional impact. But the one thing that's not in that movie is where there's one character that kind of puts his finger under his chin and looks up and starts looking around and going, you know, this whole place is made out of Legos. Hmm. You know, I'm that character that didn't appear in that movie, except mm -hmm. I look around the world and I go, you know, this whole place is made out of choice. Mm. And it's the key simplicity because it's the one thing that I can think of that tied in with the fact that, you know, in order to have choice, you've got to go, I am. And if I say out into the world, hey, you, people look up and say, is he talking to me? When you do that, you've identified the one thing that we all have in common, I am. Mm -hmm. First thing you do beyond that is choose. So if we focus on choice, we can focus on the common thing that we all share. As I contemplate and work with that, I'm becoming very evangelical about it. because, it, And I don't mean that in a religious sense, because that applies even if you consider your, the body just a you know a, an accident of chemical interactions. And, yeah. And the sense of self being an illusion. It just doesn't matter. Right. So it's at least something we can all focus on and share and, and honor in each other. 
-hmm. If we can honor that in others, then we, you know, it changes the way life looks. That's why yeah. I'm really hot on technology and choice and nice. the safe network because it <clears throat> improves and, you know, and really honors and respects choice and responsibility. Of course, responsibility is the flip side of being free to choose. Right. It is the one thing that we can all find that we have in common in some, you know, however slim. It's like, well, maybe I could have a little different attitude. You know, maybe there's something that I can control, not necessarily even about the outcome, but, but how I might decide to feel about it. That's the beginning. And mm -hmm. I think if we, if we can acknowledge that in each other and really push that is in terms of bringing that into awareness, because mm -hmm. almost everything that drums us to sleep and makes us good sheep is giving us the idea that we have no choice. Mm. That choice really isn't alive in us. Mm, that, nice. that life doesn't exist with us. Well, you can be a victim. That's a choice too. Right, right. You know, it is. And I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even saying it's a bad choice. Maybe it's a choice, but it is a choice. It is a choice. And I'm going to honor you by saying I see that and I respect it. Yeah. I think that's that's a neat neat way to go forward. I think so, man. Wow. I become very enthusiastic, and yeah. I will. I will just drop this that I don't have any spot at Porkfest, but I've got a mouth. Oh yeah, what are you going to do at Porkfest? <laughs> and I'm going. To, well, aside from meeting and connecting up and and networking yeah. with a lot of really good people, I'm going to be talking about something along this line. Okay. We'll see what plays out there. The other thing that's been taking up a fair bit of my time, not as much as it needs to, and I'm just starting to really wade back into it, is the Crowdfound Hub. Oh yeah. That uh, Chad, I, one of the past interviews with uh, on the uh, Technology and Choice podcast was with Chadrick Mahaffey about the Crowdfound Hub. Mm -hmm. Now I'm kind of involved in that with uh, with Travis Remington and and Chadrick and and myself are kind of the the core, and we're trying to expand it. It's really a matter of using techniques of agile development of you know different forms of organization and interaction using you know modern tools of communication and uh, organization plus some additional principles to make it possible for people to organize in different ways while working in freedom. It, mm -hmm. it follows the quote of Albert Einstein. This, uh, I don't have the exact quote. It's, it's everything really spectacular and wonderful was built by individuals who could work in freedom, who could labor in freedom. Mm -hmm. nice. And, you know, laboring in freedom and organizing mm -hmm. has been, you know, is, can be problematic. Mm -hmm. You find that it works really well in small groups of very trusted uh, interactions. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, we're working on that and building that, and it's going to be that's going to be really something. Cool. Now say it again. What is it called? The Crowdfound Hub. It's kind of a play on crowdfunding, except mm -hmm. it's crowdfounding. Right. It's like we're founding ideas that start from a seed that's being talked about in a forum type of thing mm -hmm. and uh, iterated you know well what about this what about and people have ideas and they go oh well that's a core of a doable thing mm -hmm. and then ways of drawing financial support to that by pledges anybody who's interested check out that podcast it's on the technology and choice technologyandchoice.com you can go find mm -hmm. it uh, okay you know Chadrick Mahaffey on crowdfunding and then that'll link to some uh uh, some posts and uh, okay, you know, we'll people will be finding more out in, in the future on that. Good stuff, man. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. It's again, it's like how do you get people so that they can uh, can work in freedom while honoring each other's choice? I love it. I it, love it, that. Yeah, how can you get people to work in freedom while honoring each other's choice? Nice, man. But you're going to evangelize about this at Pork Fest. Oh, you betcha. 
I can't wait, man. I wish I had a recording of you evangelizing about it. Maybe I can get one of those. Well, I've, you know, I'll, I'll be recording. Okay, cool. Listeners, you've been listening to John Ferguson live here in Nashville, Tennessee, the Bitcoin capital of the South, here live from the Treehouse Studio. John, thank you so much for being on Bitcoins and Gravy. Great having you here in Nashville as my guest, and I wish you a safe journey to Porkfest and back. Where do you head back to after Porkfest? I'm not sure. Well, ultimately back to Texas, but okay. I don't know where in between. I may be wandering about. Nice, man. A little bit of wandering. Another crypto nomad, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's exciting stuff. Thanks, John. It's been a real pleasure being on the show, but also just spending some time with you. Thanks, man. Peace. Bye. Bye. I'd like to thank my guest on today's show, John Ferguson, who at this very moment is there at Porkfest in New Hampshire telling the world about the choice eaters and how to protect yourself from them. John continues his two-week journey as a crypto nomad spreading the word about the safe network and the meaning of true freedom. Safe travels to you, John Ferguson, and please know that you are in our thoughts. And a special thanks to our sponsor, Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax, the all-natural boot wax and polish to keep your shoes, boots, pumps, and stilettos protected and looking great. The Nashville Wax Company also now offers the world's first 100% all-natural residue remover. That's right, Moonshine Miracle Residue Remover for removing stubborn, sticky stuff. Yes, it's like Goo Gone, but without the petroleum chemicals. Planet Earth will thank you for caring. For more information and to order a Moonshine product of your very own, head on over to MoonshineBootWax.com. If you've never ordered online using Bitcoin, it's a great experience, and MoonshineBootWax.com makes the experience super easy. That's right, MoonshineBootWax.com. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Crypto Compare. I now find myself checking in with them daily for a quick and reliable way to find out what's happening in the exciting and ever-changing world of cryptocurrencies. Check it out right now and save it in your favorites. That's right, www.cryptocompare.com. That's cryptocompare.com. And I know that it may sound absurd, but I have today for you a magic word. And today the magic word is nomad. N-O-M-A-D. Nomad. As in the sentence, John Ferguson is traveling across the country from Texas to New Hampshire and back with all important stops in between. Godspeed to you, Mr. Ferguson, you crypto nomad, you... And of course, I'd like to thank my listeners, that's you, for following me here and for tuning in each week. And thank you also, friends, for your small, medium, and sometimes large tips. I'm still a volunteer here doing what I love, and what sweetens this deal for me each week is when I look in my Bitcoin wallet to see that someone has tipped me. Tomorrow morning when I go out to get my tea, I'm no longer on coffee. I will imagine that one of my listeners, maybe you, bought that tea for me, and that will put a smile on my face for sure. Signing off now from Nashville, Tennessee, the Bitcoin capital of the South, I'm your host, John Barrett, here each week with my trusty dog, Maxwell, right by my side. 
Say goodbye, Maxwell. Until next week, remember that the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men and women to do nothing. So do something, make a difference, and be brave in letting your voice and your opinions be heard. Yes, it might not always make everybody happy if you have strong opinions, but you have the right to voice those strong opinions, and that can make a change. This is not a rehearsal, folks. This is the real thing. Wage peace. Bye, y'all. Now climb aboard, y'all. This train is bound for glory. And there's plenty of room for all. Well, Satoshi Nakamoto, that's a name I love to say. And we don't know much about him, but he came to save the day. When he wrote about the way things are and the way things are to be, he gave us all a protocol this world had never seen. As you're going into the old blockchain Oh, Bitcoin, I know you're going to rain Gonna rain Till everybody knows, everybody knows Till everybody knows your name Down the road it will be told about the death of old Mount Gox About traders trading altar coins And miners mining blocks But them good old boys back in Illinois And on down through Tennessee See, they don't care to be a millionaire They're just wanting to be free Oh, Bitcoin, as you're going into the old blockchain Oh, Bitcoin, I know you're going to rain Gonna rain Till everybody knows, everybody knows Till everybody knows your name A promise to deliver us from age-old tyranny Oh, Bitcoin, as you're going into the old blockchain Oh, Bitcoin, I know you're going to rain, gonna rain Till everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your name Till everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your Give me some exposure Everybody knows your name, sing it Oh, Lord, pass me some more Oh, Lord, before I have to go Oh, Lord, pass me some more Oh, Lord, before I have to go Thank you, East Nashville. Y'all be good to each other out there, you hear?
we have front row seats in the development of a historic technology that is doing things that have never been done before. And every day that goes by, I just feel amazed at at having this opportunity to be frontline observer and sometimes influencer in what is turning out to be perhaps a historic generational worldwide impactful disruptive change in technology, one that will create history. And that is an amazing feeling. <laughs>